Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Wired Nerdy Podcast. This is season number two, episode number six. I am Keith. This is the illustrious Doug. How are you doing, man? Good. Things are going good. Uh, we got a really good show for you today. We do. We have some fun stuff to talk about. Uh, and, uh, of course, we're back at our normal format, which we returned to it last week after trying to do a little bit of an experiment there, uh, which you want to hear about that. Listen to last week's. Well, you'll hear all about it. Yeah. Um, but it's been a weird week news wise. So we're going to have some fun stuff to talk about. Um, and uh, you know what? Let's just keep the nerd news and dive into it. You get with that? Sounds great to me. Nerd news. All right, brother. I'm going to go ahead and do the screen share here. And I'm going to have you queue up the very first one that we have here on the list. Yeah, uh, you know, I talked about this in the past of us going back to the moon and a private company finally took us back to the moon. They didn't take a human, but they did take a spacecraft. So we're looking at the first U.S. moon landing since 1972. Uh, intuitive Machines, Odyssey, uh, oh, yeah, Odyssey Lander. Yeah, Odessa. Well, I, I had trouble yeah. saying it too because I was reading them like that's. I Od knew I messed that up. No, no, no. It's fine because I when I was reading it, I was like, I was like Odysseus, Odysseus, and then I realized it. Uh, it's an old god, I think, uh, or part oh. of Greek mythology, but it's hard to say. It's I think it's Odysseus Lander. See, what, uh, let me try that again. Odysseus Lander. There so you yeah, you it touched it. down on uh, <laughs> Moon Thursday. Um, I watched some of it. They didn't have really a live view. They kind of had a computer generated mm -hmm. and then they showed kind of what I call their war room or their situation room where they're watching all the monitors and the, the map and everything. It was really cool. Yeah. And this is a big deal because this is a private company. Uh, NASA kind of pivoted up when they lost funding quite a few years ago and they did a lean towards privatization of the space exploration. So they were giving out money and grants to places like SpaceX and, uh, Blue Origin and things like that. What is interesting about this is that there have been other countries within the last couple of weeks that are private as well, um, that they made it to the moon. Getting to the moon is easy, but landing on it is hard. And they they all like crashed. They all crashed and burned. Um, and so everybody was expecting this to happen the same way, because I think there was two or three literally weeks ago, if not months ago, that made it to the moon, but they crashed and they were like from other countries, not us. Um, and the thing that I read that the primary system, they use lasers to land this thing. It did fail, uh, but they fell back to backup systems and they were able to successfully get it to land. So this is a big deal. Uh, it also landed like on the South pole of the moon, which is kind of an, an area that we haven't been. Um, but this is cool. Uh, and I think the overall idea behind this is more visits to the moon, payloads being able to be delivered eventually people that kind of kind of fun stuff and yeah there's the war room if uh, if you're on the video where we're showing just the one of the articles about it and they they show the war room and uh you know it's actually a pretty simple war room compared to what you've seen in movies or you've seen in the nasa yeah. even like apollo 13 even <laughs> yeah it's gonna bring up that exact thing you look at uh, apollo 13 i mean very good rendition of what the actual room looks like mm -hmm. And uh, just so many computers, so many workstations. Yeah. And here, you know, we're only seeing a handful of people yeah. with what could be a uh, little portable laptops. Nothing yeah. really 32 inch that, uh, crazy. Yeah, I'm going to dare say 
Doug's desk looks fancier than uh, doing podcasting. Then <laughs> it's got a lot of wires on it right now, but uh, I've uh, got them beat almost. Uh, but you're right, though the technology does like shrink down. So I mean, it, it, yeah. it does make sense. But uh, this is an interesting. This is an interesting one, and so it's really cool that they were able to actually get it landed when another other com- uh, companies have struggled to do so. So no yeah, small feat. Very nice. Really cool. Yeah. All right. I know you're excited about this next one. So, I, and I have to admit, <clears throat> I didn't play the first ones of these, but the original game, Star Wars Battlefront. Now, this is Battlefront 1 and 2, uh, is going to be remastered, and it's coming out next month. Currently, we're recording in February, so that means it's going to hit in March, and it will support 64-player online matches. So, what, what's your history with Battlefront? Like, did you get into it heavily? Yeah, I did. Um, I, I had to look it up. Battlefield, uh, the first one, Battle, I said Battlefield, sorry, Battlefront came out in uh, 2004. I believe I caught it on the PlayStation 2. Uh, looking at the graphics, uh, a lot of good memories there. What I remember is uh, taking down the At-Ats, or uh, for those that don't know, the big uh, walking dinosaur machines, you know? That's a simple verifi- uh, yeah. explanation. But well, yeah, it was really sense. good fun. Well, and I've said it too. You said PlayStation 2, right? Is what you played it on? Yeah, uh, PlayStation 2. I, and then I kind of switched over to that first Xbox after that. Yeah. And I again, I always say it. I missed that PlayStation generation. And so that's probably why I missed it. But I will say, looking at the footage, they didn't, it's still low polygon count. Uh, they didn't change that. But no. they did anti-aliasing, which is a fancy way of saying that it doesn't look, the edges of the characters don't look jaggy. They look smooth. And it looks... It looks really good. Um, yeah, I think it'll be fun. I kind of like that retro throwback. Yeah, I think that's okay. They made it. They made the resolution higher, but they kept yeah. the the aesthetic that they had before. So this is cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I think this will be fun. Um, yeah, yeah. This was a nice surprise, and I don't think a lot of people knew it was coming. Uh, so uh, it's a bit of a sleeper that came out of nowhere. So I'm glad they're redoing these kinds of games. I think that's that's pretty awesome. I think so. And I, before we move on, I'm just going to throw a little shout out. I want a Red Alert 2 uh, remake. You now, know? they did the first Red Alert. Or the they did. Command and Conquers, right? Yeah. So. And it's amazing. Uh, lots of memories. They did Command and Conquer and Command and Conquer Red Alert. And they're so, so good. So if we could get a Red Alert 2, that'd be amazing. But that'd you know what? Awesome. It, so. That's in your favor because they've already done the first part of it. So why wouldn't they yep. do the second? And I think it sold you, pretty well. So I think it sold very well, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a great game. So. so such a great game. So, But yeah, this would be a good one to look for it, out for. Definitely. Definitely. All right. A lot of buzz about this. Uh, and I'm going to be honest with you. I did not know that they were going I've to never... turn this into a movie. So it's a video game first, Borderlands. Uh, and there's I've Borderlands, it, yeah. yeah this, so there's Borderlands one, two, three, and then there's like Outer Worlds. They have like different ones. Uh, it's got like a the the game itself has a cartoony look to it, uh, mm-hmm. but the draw behind it, it's a first person shooter in an alien world. It's just that it's over the top, and that there's a billion different guns that you can collect in the game. Uh, so that's kind of the thing about it's super popular. They're fun. They're really good games. Like they're awesome. But they they released the trailer for the the movie. And there's a lot of big stars in this, you know, uh, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, Kevin Hart, Kate Blanchett. Uh, I mean, it looks yeah, really, Jack really Black, good. I Jack mean, Black's oh, the voice of, uh, yeah, Clank uh, yeah. is the name of the the character. That's the robot who's really funny. But nice. it's kind of tongue in cheek. It's a funny, the game is funny itself. 
So there's a lot of action in it, but it's really kind of, it's silly. And I, and I think that they kept that aesthetic for this and I'm looking forward to it. I think it looks really, really good. Yeah. I don't know any of the story behind it, but uh, I mean, I've done the same thing with Marvel, done the same thing with DC. I still enjoy it for what it is, not knowing any of the backstory. Yeah. You'll, you're going to love it. It's fun. And the games are really, really good. They're very fun uh, for multiplayer and co-op as well. It's, it's so to be clear, it's single player game, uh, but you can also do it multiplayer and co-op together if you wanted to. Oh, okay. Uh, so you can do, you can do both. Um, and, uh, it, it looks hilarious. It has a very, uh, Mad Max. Yes. Feel to it. Well, in the worlds that the border world worlds are desolate and there's a lot of like crazy creatures on it in like nomadic, uh, you know, uh, gangs. So very Mad Maxy. Uh, and the idea behind it is, I think in the premise is like, you know, it's a heist. You're trying to get rich kind of a thing. And you have to go through the world and all these crazy outlandish groups you have to get through. And so it, it, it really does have the feel of the video game. And so I, I was elated to see the, the trailer. It makes me want to go back and play the games. I never yeah. like beat them like story wise, uh, but I loved playing them. They're just they're just fun first person shooters. So I, I bet nice. this will definitely increase the sales. And here's the cool part: you can get these. It's been out for a while. You can you can get these games relatively cheap on Steam, uh, Xbox, and even on PlayStation because they've been out a while. And so they're really good games, and you won't have to spend a lot of money for them. Very nice. Yeah, I think it's summertime is when this comes out. It may say at the very end. I don't Coming soon. They don't have a release date. Uh, and this goes back to what we talked about last time with all of the strikes that took place last year, there's going to be so many good movies that they're probably yeah. not declaring when it's going to come out. Cause they're trying to figure out the schedule for it. So that makes sense. And I think we brought up in the past that uh, big movies don't want to be overshadowed by others. So they got to kind of wait to see Yep. Uh, movie a is coming out this time. Well, we don't want it to coming out at the same time as them. We're going to get crushed. Yep. That's right. It's all about strategy so. and, and business. So, so yeah, oh. I just looked this up on uh, Steam for everybody. The Borderlands is uh they got three of them, it looks like. They do. Nine ninety nine. Yeah, dude. They're great. What games. a steal. Dude, pick them up, play them. They're so much fun. You'll have a blast with them. So I uh I gotta add these to my wish list, but definitely. Yeah. You got the Steam sale coming up. I bet they'll be even cheaper on the oh, Steam nice. summer sale. So uh that'll be right around the corner before you know it. Very good. All right. Good article. I like that. All right. So, I don't know if you noticed anything odd this week, Doug. Did you notice anything weird this week? Yeah, very strange. You know, I uh, usually check the news, check my social medias in the morning, and it did not happen. I was yeah. having some issues. Wasn't loading. So, if you had AT&T, and there were actually a few other caregivers that were impacted. There was a nationwide uh, outage that took place earlier this week, uh, which is relatively unprecedented um what's interesting about this is that everybody immediately ran to cyber attack we don't know the root cause of this i will say reading about it today at&t is blaming it on a software upgrade hmm. now it, if you don't understand like 
first thing as well, other carriers were impacted. Well, here's the thing that most people don't know. AT&T owns most of the towers in the United States and they lease space on it to other carriers like T-Mobile, Verizon. Yeah. So it would stand to reason that if there was an issue, whether it was a cyber attack or if it was a software glitch, if it impacted the towers, it could impact other carriers. Why? Some people believe that every carrier has their own towers. No, towers are expensive to put up. You got to pay lease for the land, all that. So no, a lot of the towers you see, especially on the highways, you're going to have every single carrier on them. That's why they're so tall because you can put modular sections of what are called DASs, the distributed antenna systems get installed uh, at the base of them. And then they run cabling up at the top, which of course propagates the signal in a wide 360 degree radius. Uh, and you, you see a tower, you're going to see every carrier most likely on it. And, but typically AT&T owns them. So is it possible that if AT&T did have a software glitch, could it have caught? Yeah, but it's still suspicious um, because there were other things in the news. You know, there were reports of a pharmacy that got hit and wasn't able to, to fill, you know, scripts and things like that, which is kind of suspicious because it was the same day. Um, so I don't know. Don't want to put the tinfoil hat on. I don't want to go there. Right. We don't know what it is, but it is very rare that uh, some type of an impact like this happens. So, but do you have AT&T yourself? I do. So I have a version uh, called FirstNet. It's supposed to be for first responders. You know, if I didn't know that 20,000 huh. people at a baseball stadium, you're supposed to have, be the first priority to be able to make a phone call. Yeah. Really? Um, That's really cool, yeah, man. And, I didn't and know it's, that. And uh, it's got some really good discounts on there. But that's the selling right point. Right here. For... They mentioned FirstNet. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, we are in touch with AT&T and public safety authorities, including FirstNet, as well as other providers. Cool. Now, I did not know that. Okay. I will say that my service came back very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. I, I think quicker than others. So that might be that FirstNet capability. I, I agree. Mine did not come back quickly. And it actually bounced. Um it would it would go in and then out. You get like bars, SOS, bars, SOS. Mine stayed constant, so I don't know yeah. if it could you be know, different. First responders have first net. We need to get that line mm -hmm. up first. It could yeah. also have been where you were. You know, like oh, where, been, if yeah. I was in yeah. a different, well, which I was, I was in a different town than you, uh, and yeah. you were in a bigger town. So maybe they were giving more prioritization to the larger metropolitan. But they area were having a lot of issues because yeah, yep. you were in a city versus I was in a small yep. town, and you got to triage and prioritize it. So. Hmm. Yeah, who knows? But it was it was odd. So hopefully hmm. this isn't um, the start of something new with scary hopefully not. targeted cyber attacks. So now I don't know if you heard. I heard and I only heard it once. Uh, solar flares that blocked. That now, was, are solar yep. flares capable of totally. killing our cell phones? 100 percent. 100 percent. Now, the oddity with solar flares, though, is that so solar flares uh, emit radiation. Radiation is just another form of. Uh, radio spectrum like when you microwave something uh, that is a form of radio spectrum right it's the same as using a two-way radio they're just all in different frequencies um gotcha. it is highly likely that a solar flare can cause um enough of an electromagnetic interference that it could definitely impact uh technologies if a solar flare is big enough there's theories and there's even uh you know responder disaster recovery plans that governments have and companies have that if it were to take out not just cellular, but we're talking about other infrastructure, cars, for example, or if an EMP blast from a bomb, that's something technically a, a solar flare could do that. Now it'd have to be one big solar flare, yeah. but we've had a yeah. few um, that 
that we've had, and it does impact the quality of radio transmissions, which all, all a cell phone is, is a radio, by the way, everybody, if you don't know that mm. it's just a radio. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's a complex radio. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, but no, it's a good question. Yeah, uh, it's very a nice. very sensitive thing. So. All righty. Hopefully we don't see that again. Yeah. Hopefully not. It's kind of annoying. Uh, and I won't get into it, but tied to this, there's other concerns about, we've talked about space a lot. Uh, supposedly, I don't know the details, but Russia has a nuclear weapon and the theory, they don't know the details specifically of behind it, but they're saying that the goal of it would be to detonate in the upper atmosphere, not to hurt anybody, no radiation, nothing like that, but that it, it could take out the satellites, like actually blow up satellites. The downside of that is that, and there's generals in the military that are warning about it, is that if that happens, that takes out GPS, it takes out yeah. television, it takes out cellular, it takes out Starlink. I mean, you're yeah. talking, that would be bad. And, it, and the hard thing about that is that there's so many satellites up there that if that happens, you're talking multiple services, multiple countries. It would be very hard for a com country to be like, if, it, if we are Russia and we're like, hey, we're going to disrupt it would be very hard for you to say, well, we're only going to blow up the stuff that doesn't impact us because everything's up. Gotcha. There, you know, yeah. so there's a lot of concern about that. And there's treaties about what can and can't be done in space. Most people don't know that. So there's a lot of concerns about that. So I'm going on tangent here. Here we go. Uh, on. Space Cowboys. my One of my favorite movies. Uh, that had Clint Eastwood in it, right? Yeah. I'm not so. That. Is it good? You just you triggered me because you said Russians and nukes and satellites and space cowboys is all these good astronauts going up to stop a nuclear I satellite. Not. I've not seen yeah. it. I've not okay. seen it. That is, is it Doug uh, getting off track there today. Yeah. I don't see it. Yeah, it's was, really good. I was going to see what year it was. The year 2000. Yeah. Okay. I need to check it out. I don't know how I, well and it did. <laughs> the cool concept about it is all these old retired astronauts uh, have worked on this ancient satellite, and they're the only ones that know how to shut it down. Of course. Well, that's, I don't know, that's not any less plausible than than sending up a bunch of drill oil workers to uh, <laughs> put nukes on a... <laughs> oh, my God. Now, I won't get into my movies are part of an alternate timeline for us. Oh, wow. Anyway. That's really weird. We are going to talk about movies for our main topic today, though. So Okay. Hold, hold your thought just in case it, it pops I'm getting a little sidetracked. My apologies. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's keep on rolling here. You took us down the yeah. Space Cowboy. <laughs> My bad. You uh, said tinfoil hat, too. So. I did. I did. All right. Okay. So do you want to take this one? And then I'll take the last one here. Yeah. You know, I've been using uh, Google and Gemini and Bard before it got turned into Gemini. I've also uh, made a couple images. Uh, nothing really offended me. But I guess this week, people, uh, you know, millions and millions of people are making images. So someone asked Gemini, the uh, Google AI bot or the AI model, to make an illustration of a 1943's German soldier. Well, uh, history tells us that all German soldiers are uh, well, German. white uh, and German. <laughs> yes, Caucasian, sorry. yeah. But they are Caucasian, yeah. Yeah, Aryan, so, if you will. Uh, yeah. Some people were offended because the image that Jim and I produced was diverse, uh, African Americans, uh, Asian. Asian, or um, yeah, just Pacific Islander. I'm yeah. trying to be respectful. No, 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 no. And then uh, females, but I don't really know the race of the female. But I think females served in the uh, German military. I, I, I don't know though. This is what's weird. 
So this is a weird one for me because I can't. So if people getting upset with the AI for being diverse, I, I yeah, don't know, I'm bro. Not. So you got to give it somewhat of a credit. So it's yeah. trained on a set of data, right? Now, a lot of people are criticizing, well, if it was trained properly, it should have known that the criteria for Nazis was X, Y, Z. And no Nazis were diverse because they were against diversity. Blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, got to give the AI credit. It at least had enough wherewithal within its coding and algorithm to try to be sympathetic. Well, when I say sympathetic, tried to it was trying to be diverse because guess yes. what? 90% of the things you ask it image wise, if I say, hey, can you make me a picture of a businessman or businesswoman? You're going to want diversity. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so to me, it was kind of it was trying to do its job. I don't know. I give it a pass. I don't think it's a bad thing. It didn't offend me. I just think it doesn't know any better. It's like a kid. Right. It doesn't know any better yet. Yeah. So. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And I mean, we're going to talk about our main subject here in a little bit. It's kind of the same idea. It but is actually. I don't yeah. think there was any ill intent on behalf of Gemini. I know it's not a person, yeah. the whole having a soul and uh, train of thought yeah. and everything. But it's not purposeful. But as far as uh, trying to uh, harm someone or make them mad, I don't think that was the purpose. I, I think, if anything, it was following the rules of which the algorithm was programmed by. And it's like, look, normally when you ask me something, you're going to want a diverse answer, and I'm trying to be inclusive. Yeah, I mean, if we talked about Gemini like a uh, person, we have to say that this is a little kid that just got on the internet and he's still learning. It's a great example. And the more data that we put into him, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you're in IT, the more data we put into him, the more he's going to learn. So he may not have uh, learned that only Caucasian Germans fought in the German military. And that's what they're doing. So Google has paused Gemini's ability to generate these AI images. And what they're doing in pausing it, they're retraining it. That's, yeah. So they're doing exactly what you just said, because you're right. It's, a, it's actually a very good analogy is to look at these as uh, people who are trying to learn are very young. They're ignorant and yeah. they only know what they yeah. get learned on, you know. So uh, and, and we, I didn't have time to put it on the list, but it is interesting to me that uh, Reddit, if you don't know Reddit, it is a platform for where you can be anonymous and you can post things. Now, Reddit has a bad history of. um sometimes racial insensitivity and you know all that, but they've gotten their act together in the last few years and they've done really well at monitoring and all that. Well, they're going to go public. They're going to have an IPO. Well, they just signed a $60 million deal with, I don't remember if it was Google or open AI or Microsoft, one of those to train an AI on Reddit's content. Now (laughs) that should be interesting because there's a lot of good content on Reddit. Uh, but it'll be interesting. So to see what, what it comes up with, but you're right. These are like children. Yep. You got to look at them that way and whatever they're trained on, it's all they know. And you got to stop them and do supervised learning and, uh, help steer them now, in the right direction. And, uh, I just looked it up, but uh, they signed a deal with Google to allow Google's AI models. Um, looking at it, it's going to train AI models to, uh, look at their content. Um, there's a lot of legalese in here. I'm sure there is. Well, in, Reddit has a lot of good answers, like even for computer stuff. Because if you encounter like an error in your computer, a lot of people go to Reddit and say, hey, I got this error. And people answer really quick. And then what's really cool, it's got a karma system. Uh, and yep. what that is, is if it's a good answer, people upvote it. And the cool thing is you can find your answer fast because if it solved other people's problems, it's usually at the top of the list. Yep. That could be good for AI. Because if you go in there, like, hey, you know, Gemini, I am, I'm getting this error on my computer. What is it? 
and it may be able to come back with an answer that it doesn't have to go to a corporate website to find. So it, it could be a very good thing, you know. We'll see. Yes, very good. Uh, just a quick, uh, I use Reddit every day. I mean, I'm on that all the time. But like you said, I'm on a Google Pixel 8 uh, Reddit. So I know when the updates are coming. I know, yep. well, this update made my phone hot. Don't do that. Just yep. Stuff like that. So Reddit is a really good tool. I'm sure there's some bad Reddits that probably I'm should sure be there on there, but that's yeah. with everything. Then they've tried to get better about that from what I understand, but I don't I don't tread in the Reddit spaces that I'm not that's bad. Like for example, I'm on right. some video game ones. Like I'm on for No Man's Sky because I want advice on crafting in my game yep. and things like oh, that, yeah. right? I'm on a lot of like uh, technology ones for my career. Yep. Those are all great. I'm on one for my tonal for mm-hmm. my workout stuff, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. but you're right. It's all a part of whatever Reddit group you're in. And I'm sure there's yeah. some bad ones. Hopefully, they're wise enough to weed out the bad ones when they go to yeah. train that AI. So, uh, but yeah. All right. You brought up this next one. This is our final one. And I had to include it because you brought it up. Uh, it's been a reoccurring theme where there is this yeah. subculture of what you can run the video game Doom on. And what was it so far? We've seen like um, birth control. Tests. Yeah, Pre- yeah. Pregnancy test or pregnant to test. Yep. Sorry, yeah. You did the one with the the gut bacteria, right? Was Which, that the last? Uh, one? The frame rate is terrible. So yes, like the, it's like it's like a trick now of what can you run it on? And uh, this next one, <laughs> you can now run Doom on a robot tractor. Now this is an autonomous tractor that mows the lawn. Yeah, and uh, I, this is weird. It's a husk yeah. husk Viara. I always buy. Huskvarna. Huskvarna, thank you. I, I have a lot of Huskvarna products. Yeah. Uh, it's And they, they make good products, but it's weird. What do you think the, the logic was in this mashup? Because it's a formal sponsor. This isn't like two college guys in a dorm. Let's see if we can do it. No, this company actually partnered yeah. with, with them to let it run well, it. So what, what are your thoughts I think on it's, this? I think it's great brand marketing. I mean, they saw that uh, this is like a hot button issue. And well, absolutely, yeah. So. They, they even have a marketing uh, video that's released. We've got it playing yeah. on here. Uh, and it's like, it says Doom Returns, and it's like, on our lawnmower. Here's what's weird to me. Like, this thing is meant to just, like, roam around your yard and mow. Are you going to, like, sit in your garage and stare at the little screen and play Doom on it? I, I, don't, I don't understand. There's no real purpose I, for it other than to say that you can do it. Look at it. It's got a little dial it on awesome. it. To show you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. And it'll release in April. Don't I guess worry. while you're, you don't, uh, so you have one of these, right? You don't, I don't have, have one change of these. oil. Oh, okay. No, 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 these are autonomous. So oh, these, gotcha. yeah. So these drive around. You have an electric one, right? This is just like a robot vacuuming your house. Oh man. It's identical, except it's for your yard. My now God, I don't I've looked at them because I was like, oh my God, I don't have to mow anymore. I'm on about three acres. These things don't, if you have a yard that size, it, you get a, it's, they're not that great. Um, yeah. Um, but they can mow in the rain, things like that. And if it rains heavy, they can, because it's not going to cut your rain, they can detect yeah. that and they'll go back to their base. This is just oh, like nice. a robot vacuum, uh, but it's for your yard. So no, what I have is an electric mower that I actually drive it, but it's not autonomous. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So I have looked at these though. I've not looked at the ones with Doom. <laughs> Nice. So we just talked about Reddit. I had to look it up. There is a Reddit for those of you out there called, uh, make sure I get the Reddit name. It's 
it runs doom. So r slash it runs doom is the will it run doom uh, official Reddit form. Got it up right here. Oh wow! And yeah, uh, even... the first article there is the Husqvarna article. <laughs> first but you know, you go down and uh, there's uh, Doom's playable over audio. Doom's oh, wow. playing. This is crazy. But uh, I'm a member of this, uh, or a. Uh, wow. I'm gonna have What's to join the correct this. Way Runs on gut a, bacteria. A redditor of this. Yeah. This is what you talked about uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, mm-hmm. gut, gut bacteria. Oh, oh look at this old Windows. <laughs> a black and white HP oh, Palm top PC, which you know, someone oh. hacked into a desktop or a display kiosk at a uh, store. Oh my goodness! I've seen them run on like ATMs as well. <laughs> Doom on a Porsche nine eleven. Porsche nine eleven. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to check this. I'm totally joining this because, uh, oh, the, is that an iPod? They got Doom running on an iPod. I think, yeah. It looks like an iPod. It really does. That is crazy. Ru- Doom running oh, on here, a, term- a Peloton <laughs> spin bike. There you go. As you're exercising. Peloton. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, the faster but he you also pedal, has a Steam Deck there. They do. Yeah. I wonder if the faster you, faster you pedal oh, on the Peloton. Here, go down a little bit. It's on a, uh, is that a keyboard? Oh no, yeah. that is a dig- that's a sound mixer. Like so, when oh, you go into nice. a uh, like a sound booth and you're a musician and you have a uh-huh. soundboard, they have it. They have a they have it running on that. Oh wow, I'm gonna get stuck on this running on a Surface RT. There's another soundboard. It's a Soundcraft mixer. Oh, Burger nice. King kiosk. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> People are so creative. Oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> they got them on keep coming. <laughs> I just, yeah. I'm sorry. I could just keep going. And go. Oh, it's great. Doom can run on a Snickers bar. <laughs> Inside your children's candy. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out at oh my gosh. At uh, Halloween time. Uh it's instead of razor blades, you need to check it for for Doom. Oh my goodness. This is and it the list just keeps going and going and going. And it's amazing what they're able to run this on. They can run it in a old Windows 3.1 taskbar. Oh no, I've never seen that before. Wow. Dang. What does that say about the versatility of yeah. Doom as a game? Because I've seen a documentary about how they made it, and there's a um, a book that I haven't read yet called The Masters of Doom, and it's about John Carmack and uh, uh, Romero, is his last name, um, who were the original founders of id Software and made Doom, and it was so innovative for its time. Uh, it runs in Minecraft, <laughs> Pi Edition. So they Very got nice. Doom actually w- running inside of the Minecraft. It's a game in a game. Oh my gosh. It just keeps going. So cool. It's blown away. Yeah. I'm, I can spend hours on here. They got it running on old Fuji film cameras. <laughs> you know, we've got the uh, Doom episode, and I, it's kind of what uh, what doesn't Doom run on? That's really the question. I bet it runs on more things than it doesn't. So, yeah. It's almost like becoming a thing now. If you have a product, an electronic product, it's like a challenge that you just got to make sure it runs Doom. So. Drone radio. Uh, oh god, I could just keep going. For those of the spreadsheets, <laughs> they got it yeah. running in an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> okay, I got to stop. <laughs> oh no, you're good. You got me. On For those want to uh, check that out, that is our warp episode twenty four. Ah, thank you. What can you doom on? So go back, watch our little. It's a very short uh, episode. Yep. And we just look through what all doom runs on. It's great. And we never hit up the Reddit. Uh, that's what's no, hilarious. we didn't. We should have uh, checked that out. Because as I'm scrolling through it, there's so many we didn't have on that episode, mm-hmm. like digital signage, and just it's incredible. It's incredible. All right, off to our main topic. All right, enough of that. You see, you got me on a tangent. You got me. 
Dang it. Okay, we're back on track. We're I'm, I'm easily distracted tonight. I guess that's what it is. All, All right, right so we, as you're kind of setting it up, yeah, we're going to talk about movies that cannot be made today. You know, we had the article about Google pausing their generative AI uh, image uh, creators. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're going to talk about movies that just, uh, I think today's culture and today's uh, they wouldn't young kids, you know, Tolerance. as I like to say. Yeah. So. And so let's be clear. I think there's two camps. There's two there's two primary reasons why some of these can't be made. One, of course, is the cultural acceptance. That's that's a, and I think that's the biggest one. Two, I think there's also an element of um special effects is so heavily. So I'm gonna start with the first we do have a list. We're not gonna go through all of these because I haven't seen some of them. And some of them are kind of well duh, you wouldn't make it. We do have another list. We'll just run through as suggestions, but I'll start with one labyrinth. There was an article out on Polygon that started this idea for us. And the article talks about um, how labyrinths can be made. Now, their angle is that uh, Jim Henson Studios uh, with Labyrinth um, was all puppetry. And they're essentially saying that it would never get made today just because CG, computer graphics, uh, dominates. And they would... it just wouldn't look the same, wouldn't have the same aesthetic. Uh, so I thought that was an interesting concept. And of course, that ought, you, you're naturally going yeah. to lead into, well, what would be accepted culturally, not just, you know, this. So, yeah. the, and the puppets are amazing on Labyrinth, but I will say Labyrinth is a weird movie. <laughs> it's odd. So It's very strange. You know, I have a cousin, uh, shout out to Caitlin. Uh, but she loves this movie, and I just I've tried, and I, yeah, can't get into it. <laughs> now I really enjoy the remake, but it's all in Spanish, I believe. The remake is, yeah, I've never seen. They that. Uh, remade it, but it's all it's a foreign film. Oh, okay, I'll look that up here okay. real quick. Yeah, go ahead. And while he's looking that up, um, on this note, uh, it, you know, they talk about. That you know the phrase of they don't like they don't make them like they used to. Uh, a lot of people are starting to really lean into practical effects again. They want them to come mm-hmm. back, and that's kind of the, the theme of the article. Did you find the the remake? I did. Yep. So not to get off topic too quick, it was made in two thousand six. Okay. It's uh, Pan's Labyrinth again, but uh, I believe, and I'm looking, uh, Guillermo del Toro is but the uh, Pan's Labyrinth is not the same as as this oh okay that's, well, totally that's my apologies then okay hey, no worries man i thought it was the same story no but pan's labyrinth did use practical effects uh with makeup oh, okay. and that sort of thing uh no Pan, well, my pan's apologies Labyr- to the labyrinth fans out there no worry no this is just labyrinth pan's labyrinth okay is a totally different film about uh world war ii again nazi okay. germany's and a little girl in a dream well, i enjoyed it place. yeah 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 uh, and it was good but the cool thing about it though where it does cross reference they don't do a lot of cgi in pan's no. labyrinth that is where they do have something in common with the old school david bowie labyrinth so yep all right so we're gonna run down this list some of them i put on our list uh we can just take turns going through it but then there's some that we'll okay. go through that we have sharing on the screen starting on our list i love this movie but there ain't no way it would ever get made today and that is tropic thunder have you seen this movie yes it is so quotable. I mean, come on. So the one thing I'll say for most of these movies today is I, I get it that uh, 
they may seem offensive, they may seem this, they may seem that, but to me, it's a movie, it's meant to entertain, it's not meant to insult, it's meant to make you laugh and cry and feel inspired and feel good or bad, you know? Yeah. That's just my two cents of the whole thing. But. And I, I always think that there's a, I think there's a line, right? Always. And almost any movie made in the 80s because of what was going on in the 80s or in the 70s or even in the 90s is not going to translate well often because it was a different time. Now, I'm not making an excuse for it by any means, um, but it's just, I don't know. You have to consider the time in which it was made as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and just some people would not tolerate, you know, these movies being made today. This is one of them, not because of the special effects or anything. It's just because some of the jokes yeah. are just wildly inappropriate. <laughs> They're wild. Yeah. Well, and then you have Robert Downey Jr. playing an African-American. <laughs> Although yeah. Jamie Foxx did say that on behalf of all African-Americans, he gives him permission to do that. <laughs> I mean, he did a very good job. And clearly, I mean, he's a actor in the movie playing an, a, a part of a movie. Playing a dude. <laughs> I'm a dude playing a dude looking like another dude. dude or that's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he's supposed to be Australian and that's what's hilarious in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great movie. All right. What else do what, what's the next one? You get the next one. If you want to tackle what's on the list or if you want to look off of the Google that you're called, what's the next one you're going to call them? Yeah. So the next one, life of Brian, I'd have to have you help me on that. Um, I've not seen all of it, but, um, the premise is it's a Mel. I do know it's Mel Brooks who makes a lot of funny movies okay. like the history of the world, which we talked about. This is basically a retelling of Jesus's life. It's just, he didn't want to put Jesus in there. So he called it Brian. Uh, and it's, it's, it's mocking the last temptation of Christ, uh, which, you know, was kind of controversial and it, this yeah. is kind of funny and it's just supposed to be basically a retelling of Jesus, but it's just some dude named Brian. So, a lot of people would be offended. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Now, walk- the next one, yeah. I believe, uh, right down below this is, is uh, Blades and Saddles. Right here, man. I got it. I got it right here. Now, I'm going to admit something. I've seen a billion clips from this movie. It's a cool clip. I've never seen it all oh, yeah. from start to finish. Have you? Oh, I've seen it multiple times. I mean, there is, is it as some, offensive as they say? There's some uh, racial jokes. There's some sexist jokes. 1974, uh, by the way, everybody. There's uh, jokes about uh, homosexuals. Okay. But, I mean, I take it for the entertainment value. I don't take it to be offended. Yeah. I, I understand it can offend people, but I thought, and I still think it's hilarious. Well, and Because I'm taking it at its entertainment face. And I'm not giving it an excuse. But you also, yeah, it, yeah. it was made in 1974. I we, mean, that's a different time back dude, then. Dude, the perspective yeah. on all the things you just listed, race, uh, preference, I mean, all yeah. all of those identity, gender identities, all of that has evolved and changed so much. You can't expect yeah. a movie from 1974 to, I don't know, either way. It's But it would never get made today. <laughs> Yeah, but it's hilarious. I mean, the the same one kind of along this lines, and I don't think it's in the list, is Airplane. I mean, it's kind of some slapstick comedy, like real quick jabs at certain topics. It had moments that were not not appropriate. Like, do you speak jive? You know, kind of a thing. (laughs) Right, yeah. But then it had, like, really funny moments, too, where it was like uh, when it says, uh, uh, you know, we have a problem on the plane. Surely you can't be serious. Well, I'm very serious. Don't call me Shirley. You know, there's fun yeah. things like that that aren't offensive, you know. So. Oh, yeah. A hospital? What is it? It's a place where they take sick people, but we don't have time to explain that now. <laughs> oh, 
Oh yeah, <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. If anyone knows him out there, Naked he Gun. plays uh, Naked Gun. Yep. Yeah, uh, Airplane. Uh, several other movies. He's great. Very so. silly. All right, we'll keep on rolling here. Um, yeah. I had on the list, I didn't see it on this 25, but I only saw a clip recently, and it was uh, What Women Want. It had Mel Gibson in it. The idea yeah. is that this guy, I don't remember, gets struck by lightning or something. He's a real jerk. He's a chauvinist pig. And I think the movie had good intention, uh, but I don't think it would get made today very well uh, because of gender norms in that um, he basically can read women's minds. Oh, And uh, it's a funny movie. It's very, but I just, I don't see it being able to get made today. Um, just because of a lot of assumptions that it makes about um, people that, you know, we kind of move beyond. So what's your next Uh, Did you know that they made What Men Want? No, I didn't. Yep. So What Men Want uh, 2019. Oh. uh, She kind of goes through the same thing. Oh, hey, looky there. Oh, it's got Tracy Morgan in it? I actually may have to watch this. It is really funny. It's got Josh Brenner. He was in uh, Silicon Valley. Okay, now you got me. I'm going to add this to my list. Cool. (laughs) <laughs> so the there may be a chance for that <laughs> hey yeah. there may be a chance for that one all right what else you got you get you take the next one yeah gremlins um oh I, I don't see the issue really with I it do. i mean it they it kind of pokes they put a dog in a microwave dog and it exploded <laughs> well, that, come on <laughs> my bad okay you do not remember I, I sh- Look, this I is one laugh. I'm listen, sorry. no this is one of those movies it's nostalgic. You're like, oh my gosh, it's so nostalgic. And then I went back and you watch it and you're like, number one, how was I allowed to watch this as a kid? Number two, how in the world was just a PG rating or PG 13? Because right. they dropped the, I think they dropped the F bomb. Uh, oh. they, they, the violence, they, the, the dog explodes. I mean, just, I do not remember the dog. That's why I'm laughing. Go back. So and watch I probably it. haven't seen no, this in about no. 10 years. You're, you're living in nostalgia. And I did that okay. just like you. And I went and I watched it. Oh my god! I think I, I watched it with my that. kids, and I'm like, "Oh, this movie's great, guys! You're gonna love it." And what? And kids yeah. are like, "Dad, what is this?" I'm like, "I don't remember it being this." Way. Yeah. <laughs> and Gremlins well, Two is even worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that you say that, I don't remember a dog at all. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Unless my mother or he, she's like, she knew the part was coming up, and like said, "Go get a drink or something." You know. She she could have. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, it says here. Uh, yeah, we can't be watching that. Before he attacks Lynn, she uh, sprayed him in the eyes with tick spray, blinding him, and then she stuffed him in the Oh, she put the gremlin in the microwave. However. Oh, okay. But I do remember there was. Uh, there was a dog as well as was, a gremlin? I remember yeah. the gremlin in the microwave. Gremlin. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. Well, that's In another a scene, a character uses the microwave setting to chuck a gremlin inside. And activate it, causing catastrophic explosive. Okay, maybe maybe I remembered it wrong. So, okay. uh, Gremlin, that's an uh, evil guy. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> okay, maybe we're fine. All right. <laughs> I stand corrected. All right. Uh, you know, I'm going to run down the list on some of these. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to skip the ones like that. I think it was kind of, you know, some I don't know. Gremlin's yeah, right some here. Some of these I don't see here, too we, much we, of a problem. Let's go but, back to yeah. Gremlin's real quick because it is on this list. I was wanting to see if they actually note... Um, uh, let's see here. It's not that we're not still making spooky movies for kids, but you'd be hard pressed to find anything in the last couple of decades to match the movie's gremlin blender scene or part oh, with the microwave. What's the blender scene? Is that they put a gremlin in a blender, okay. I think, or yep. the bit about the dad who dressed up as Santa and died in the chimney. Come to think because of it, the gremlins turned the fire on. It I may be believe. one of the best, one of the reasons we don't sell toys from the movies like this anymore. So it's more about the. Theme. It's just a little violent. Yeah, I it's guess. not for kids. Yeah. All right, yeah. buddy. 
decide I love these movies. Is this why you wanted to become a cop? Go ahead and say yes. it. Hightower. Police Academy, yeah. 1984. Oh, yeah. Dude, they made so many of these movies. I loved every one of them. I love Motormouth Jones and his sound effects. Oh, yeah. It, 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 if anything, it made being a cop fun. <laughs> but there are now, a lot of know, the, jokes. <laughs> the, uh, the little gal that kind of talks oh, like Oh, I loved her. She was great. But she was like I a really good shot. I a cop just like that. Did you really? Because when she yelled, I'm like, oh, my I know. Gosh. Yeah, she, yeah. Oh, that was such a great movie. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I want to go back and watch them. Uh, but they're incompetent cops, but uh, there are a lot of boob jokes in it. They said that. Uh, the big thing is also, I think, no offense, Doug, uh, a lot of the perceptions of police officers today, uh, I, I don't. I, they were respected at a certain point in a different way or held in a different light. Oh, but totally. Stuff that's happened. You're not. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying it any. Yeah. I'm not trying to insult you. You say what you need to say. I'm good. Yeah. It's just people have a certain perspective of law enforcement today that I think yeah. they would be overly critical of anything that was related to something like this. And I don't even think you could reboot it, to be honest with you, because yeah. of the stuff with officers, unfortunately. Uh, but it's a great movie, yeah. though. It is a great movie. So. Makes you want to go back and rewatch it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, this list is great. Keep going down. All right. Uh, what else you got? I never saw Porky's. All Porky's. I knew it was a little Porky's, uh, but... to me, is like slowly introducing you to your teenage years Just and uh, being a high school. Sex stuff. I, I Just kind of yeah, I remember drinking the, and... the front of the box at the rental place, you know, and I remember there's a whole scene with drilling a hole in the wall and watching girls shower, which way inappropriate. Yes. Like, come on. We don't condone that. Let's no. just be clear. Yeah, so yeah. I, the content, I am aware of it. I've never seen the movie, but I am aware. It's very juvenile, very misogynistic. So there's no yes. way this movie get made. <laughs> no. I agree. Uh, they had Titanic on here, which is fascinating. I, I don't know why. Okay. So ch- shout out real quick. Titanic. I watched it in our local theater. Yeah. It was packed. Yeah. It was a popular and movie. A three hour long movie. Yeah. So Yeah. It was a very popular movie. Um. I think it's about, oh, it says here that uh, historical accuracy is, is what they're calling it out on. Because right now, like Dunkirk 1917 came out. I mean, the competition mm-hmm. would be really stiff for Titanic because it's not, it's accurate in way of the way that the boat broke and he spent all the time, but the story itself is kind of goofy. So. Right. But I mean, you have to realize, uh, you have to dramatize it. You know, you do. Uh, I, I get it. sit there and watch a National Geographic thing. Yeah. 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 What I'm trying to say. My brain's not working. No worries. Uh, You ever see Tootsie? (laughs) It's a great movie. I have not. Uh, It's basically uh, no way this would get made today. It's Dustin Hoffman who was in Rain Man. um, And essentially he decides to, he feels like women have more opportunities um, because of, I'm assuming, affirmative actions and things like that. So he dresses up in drag and becomes a woman. And so he can start getting, actually getting work. Uh, it's. I think it's an interesting comment on things, but I just don't think it would it would fly today. So, the no, last I samurai Eddie Murphy did oh, the same thing, kind of. Oh, oh, but it was a skip for SNL. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to talk about you there, but uh, I, I mean, oh no, no, you're good. I saw the last samurai. I've never seen this movie. Um, You've never I, seen Last Samurai? No, I heard it's a good. I movie. thought it was really good. Yeah, uh, it is weird that it's the last samurai. It's not a Japanese guy, but it is based on a book, though. I do know that. So, um, I don't know. I don't know if this would get the made. only thing I can think is the downfall of the samurai, and then um, the 
I'm not a history major, but the like white or Western oppression of the Japanese people in that yeah. time period, maybe. And, and I think you're right. And then, then to have a white person playing the, yeah, the last thing, right? It's uh, yeah. kind of goofy. Uh, what else we got? <laughs> I pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Funny. I mean, I thought it was like good. The, so the concept of it is he needs uh, health care, I believe. I think so, so, yeah. Uh, Adam Sandler marries him to mm-hmm. get him some health care. Yeah. Which is kind but of funny. I mean, if you set aside the homophobia and the making fun of and that kind of thing and the awkward, it is making a comment about uh, lack of health care. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's kind of like Breaking Bad would never have a story if he actually had health care. <laughs> he wouldn't have, right. He wouldn't have started cooking meth. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so, uh, all right. We next one on. I haven't uh, seen at all. Know, uh, Manhattan. Now they mur- uh, munched all these together, and they're all great movies. <clears throat> uh, the forty. 40- 40-year-old version, knocked up, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall in Superbad. Yeah, I think that's a typo, 42-year-old. I think it's that is, version, It is. It is. It should yeah. be the 40-year-old version. But they're all dud by a guy named Judd Apatow. These movies, I think, are very funny. Uh, I thought they were, too. There are elements of it that I do see would not not go well uh, yeah. today. So it makes sense. Uh, they put Driving Miss Daisy on there. I don't agree with that at all. Um because I don't, I, I don't know, I don't I think this see there's some southern issues with uh, racism, but uh, I, I get it. I, I, but it's a historical movie. It is, and I yeah. think it paints everyone in a good light. I mean, God, Jessica Tandy and Morgan Freeman are just impeccable in this movie. Uh, uh, yeah, this is like telling Absolutely. me you can't make Shawshank Redemption. That's that's being. I don't. This one, I don't agree. Yeah. With. Color Purple. By the way, they did remake this. It's on HBO Max now. Now, I think they went back to it being it's a music, musical. musical because they did yeah. a Broadway version of it. So this is wrong. They did remake it. And this is a great movie, too, by the way. So also a book, also historical. I don't agree with this list. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. Mr. Mom. You ever see that? I did not. It's great. Basically, just uh, a guy has to he loses his job and his wife becomes a breadwinner and her career takes off. And he has to be a stay-at-home mom. Is that Batman? Yeah, it's Michael Keaton. It's what? a great movie. Oh, okay. um, but he's incompetent because it's like guys are really dumb and can't take care of kids. And so he does weird things like, you know, when he changes a diaper, he puts the kid in front of the hand dryer. And, and you know, and it, I don't know. It's funny. But yeah, uh, someone would be offended, I'm sure, at some point today. Before we move on, uh, Michael Keaton's the only Batman. I can't drop my mic, so I'll just kind of raise it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, 16 Candles, great movie. Again, 80s. Yeah, let me say 80s. What are you going to do? Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds, yeah. Uh, Air Force One, I thought this was funny. Um, You know, I just think we haven't had any good presidents uh, in a while. (laughs) So it's hard to see it. A president on Air Force One, actually. What was it? There was an old joke by Jay Leno. Now, this was back in the... Bill Clinton era. And by the way, I'm not getting political. This is a Jay Leno joke. It is not mine. Independence Day came out and he said, Independence Day is dominating the box office. You know, what's hilarious is that uh, isn't that the aliens invaded us. It's that we actually we had a president that was brave uh, and and was in the military. But right. So that's what it was. Uh, I mean, he has a point, though. <laughs> he does. Uh, no. Trying to flip through some of these. They put Brokeback yeah. Mountain on there. Why? I think it would be fine today. I think it would be fine today. I mean, at uh, about I uh, a homosexual relationship, but I think it uh, opens everybody's eyes. You know, back in the day, I 
think I was just coming out of high school. I was in college a little bit. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, two uh, gay cowboys. But I thought, you got to look at this for what it is, like a kind of a risky movie for both of these actors to do because they're putting their names on the line, their acting careers on the line to do something. A lot of people thought their careers would be dead. Yeah, a lot of people thought their careers would be dead. I think it was more risky for this to get made in 2005 than it would be today. That's why I don't agree with this one on their list. I don't either. I thought it was kind of not brave that they but they're actors so it's brave of them to do that yeah now this next one is funny because it i don't think it's so much about society it's about technology and yeah. i would have another one i'd add to the list you've got mail so it's kind of like sleepless in seattle it's got tom hanks in it um and it's it's a great movie uh but these two people meet and they basically exchange messages together but back then it was aol it was america online so it was funny that the reason why it's called that is because anytime you got a message on America online, it's like, you've got mail. That's what it would actually yeah. say uh, to me. I think this could be made now just because you have social media. You've got other ways people are connecting and I don't know. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, I think thing. it could be made with a modern twist. I believe Maybe. this is kind of in the same category of home alone where, you know, <laughs> if he had ring Kevin. doorbell cameras and cell phones yeah, and stuff, it wouldn't texted. happen. So it's just kind of 90s technology versus today's yeah, technology. There's some things that just wouldn't yeah. work today because of technology. Uh, the movie The Net with Sandra Bullock. It's oh, so I like that movie a lot. The it was bad back then. Don't get me But that's because I'm a computer guy, and even it was bad back then. Okay. You know. What about Hackers? Hacker oh, Planet. my wife loves Hackers, and I can't stand that movie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Or Swordfish. Oh, my gosh. Good movie. Yeah. Good movie, but oh, just, yeah. yeah, don't get me started. All right, so I think that's the bottom of that list. Um, I'm looking at uh, our list that I have. I think that's most of the ones uh, that we got through. So any other honorable mentions that you can think of? No, I think to kind of wrap it up, you know, most of the ones we saw, uh, not really controversial, just kind of too violent, uh, not rated right. I think uh, they've definitely got the ratings maybe a little too strict, but almost on the money today. Uh, the technology aspect, uh, emails, text, social media, Home Alone, yeah. example. So. And on that same note, it was interesting. We just got done watching. You mentioned him. He actually uh, directed Pan's Labyrinth, Guerrero del Toro. Uh, he has on Netflix something called The Cabinet of Curiosities. Highly yes. recommend it. Yeah. We just finished watching. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yeah. You, did you like it? I liked it. I like that. And then kind of along the same lines, just weird stories, uh, Black Mirror, Black Mirror yep. and uh, Love, Death and Robots, I yeah, think. It's, it's very uh, Twilight zone in that yep. every episode is a different story. What I noticed about Cabinet of Curiosities, every single one was set in a time where there wasn't cell phones. They were either the 1970s, 19, early 80s, uh, some 60s. I think they did that because think about it. If you put it set in a time where technology isn't as prevalent, you're right. That's a big problem. And I, yeah. and I, I was reading something about that recently. Writers, when they're trying to come up with something, they're like, oh, wow, what are we going to do about the cell phones? In a story, you know? So yeah. it's an interesting point. I think that's why you can't have a lot of the same movies. Think about Goonies nowadays. Oh, yeah. I mean. Well, you talk about cell phones, uh, phone booth with uh... – I can't think of his name, the uh, Irish actor. Phone Booth. Um, I don't think I've ever seen that one. Phone Booth movie. Oh! Yeah. Colin. 
Uh, Colin Farrell. Farrell, that's it. I've never seen this. And uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, but Keith Sutherland is the caller. So he somehow gets people to come in these phone booths. He terrorizes them the whole time. And yeah. That reminds me of Speed. Oh, the bus had yeah. to stay about 50 miles an hour, and it was, I, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we could probably just keep going. We could keep going to movies yeah. that would not yeah, work yeah, today yeah. because of the technology no. alone. Set aside the social issues. All right, man. This has been a fun one. Uh, yeah. This has been this is kind of an oddball one. I really, really appreciate you taking a little time. Yeah, it's kind of all over the place, but oh, I think we got it done. Yeah, so. a little schizophrenic over there. All right, brother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Everybody, thank you for listening to us. Don't forget our merch store. Everything's still discounted. Help us on our way. And yep. uh, Doug, bring us home. Yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, we got lots of good things coming up. March, we've got uh, Comic-Con in Kansas City. April, we got the Retro Gaming Convention. Uh, May, June, July, we will find something definitely to do for you. But we're going to bring you some really good content this year. That's right. We're going on some stuff. It's going to be good. Everyone, thank you very much for listening to episode number six. And have yourself a great week. And we will talk to you soon. See ya.